So my idea, there's a thing called a transcranial direct current stimulation. Oh, you just know. And they talked about it on a podcast called Radio Lab. Nine Volt Nirvana was the episode name. And basically, you use a magnet or a, a battery, like a nine volt battery, and you apply either a, a magnetic field or electric current to your skull at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it, what it does is it increases or decreases brain activity in that region, and it can change how you think. And uh, this is a real thing. It's, it's not fake. It sounds like it's fake. I tried to create something like this before when, when I was a kid. Why wouldn't everybody just be walking around with like eight, nine volt batteries just strapped all around their head at all times? Now? You don't know how it's going to affect you. It, it could, they it don't know be... if it's safe. They think it's safe. Um, so then why wouldn't there be there people... Are, and they, they also, I saw an article about the U.S. military, they were testing this. And uh, they took a woman who had never played, like, 3D video games and had never been in a combat situation. And they poked her up to it, and within, like, two hours she was beating, like, these military experts who've been playing it for years. It's like, <laughs> it, it enabled her to learn it really fast and to excel in it. And it's a temporary effect... It, it only lasts for a few hours. So you're, you're stimulating the brain to produce better recognition skills, to gain experience in a shorter duration. That's one of the things. It depends on what part of the brain they're doing. And, then, and it only works for parts of the brain that are close to the surface of the skull. They can't get, like, way down into the brain. So they're not actually, like, putting wires in your head. No, they're just they're holding, just, literally it's holding. It's surface. It's all surface. Oh, okay. And uh, so here's some of the things that they can do. They can uh, relax people or eliminate depression temporarily. They can induce panic or overwhelming terror. Mm. They can make people smarter or learn faster. It can Try impair it. your oh. sense of morality. Hey, there you Shut go. Shut off your moral compass. It can make you see ghosts or have spiritual or out-of-body experiences. Beautiful. It can make you unable to talk. And it can mess with your short-term memory. It sounds like a relationship. Wait, what was that last one? Prevent you from storing short-term memory. No, oh, okay. So, my idea is to... Sorry, what was that last one? I get it. Okay. <laughs> so, my idea... They have a button, like, morality, up, down, you know. <laughs> and he'd be, like, able to control each of those eight things. So this is like a that. TV show. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so you now I've got... And I would call it uh, the red room. The room wouldn't be physically red. There's a phrase called seeing red, which is having, like, intense rage. Mm-hmm. So you would you put a person in a room with one or two people, maybe projector or something, to, to set up some scenario, cause people to have intense rage or fear, just for the entertainment of it. And so, so it wouldn't be like a drama or like a serialized TV. It would be like like a game show. Each it would be there would be no winner though. It'd okay. just be let's see it, what happens. Let's fuck with is this it, guy. How intrusive would the helmet be? Would it be like very noticeable and they would know they were wearing a helmet. Okay, gotcha. There's just all sorts of interesting scenarios to just see what would happen. There's right. a bunch of horror movies where there's like an evil little girl, Exorcist, I think is one yeah, of She's the like really pale and like black yeah. goo comes out of her eyes. And you'd make it maybe a little dark. You do the terror p- button and then you do the supernatural ghost button. And you just watch him freak out because he thinks the girl's like a little demon. <laughs> you could take like a, a bickering married couple and 
and you could like when the woman says, "Do you have anything to say for yourself?" Like she's yelling at her husband, and then at that moment in time, you could shut off his language so he can't respond. People could try to challenge, "Oh, I'm not gonna cry," and then you try to make him cry. Or oh gosh, you, so there's like a challenge that aspect could be one of the things. I feel like I'm not gonna cry, and then you should make a cat video. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna cry. Another scenario could be. You give someone an axe, and they think there's somebody else in the room, but really it's a hologram projected from the ceiling. And then they like they try to stab the person with an axe, but then it's they're not there. And so, how do you prevent them from hurting themselves? One of the things it can do is relax people. So you could get it to where they're about to do something, and then boom, relax them. Okay. One of the other scenarios I'd like to do is you get these like holier than thou people, and you put them in there. And you just watch them just lose control and just try to beat people up and yell at people. So get people like go a, completely against their nature, essentially. But yeah, but because a lot of people they don't really believe in like mental illness per se, oh, or yeah. they don't. So you want to strap this on a Scientologist, basically? Right. A sign. Yes, that's exactly what we're looking for. The the perfect uh, uh, study group would be the people would be those people who say. Uh, these types of illnesses do not exist, that, that my mind is more powerful than anything. I think lots of times people can say, like, oh, I would never do that because they were never forced to be put into that situation. I think that could really mess with somebody, though. Like, like if you think that you would never do something because you're like, this is, this is the person I... Right, my I moral would, code. I would never do this. And then all of a sudden it's like you found out that, no, 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 you did do this under these circumstances. Now... You're confronted with, uh, with you don't know who you are. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you're Sometimes that's a good shit. thing, though. Sometimes yeah. it's good to find you out. You should watch who a show really called are. The Black Mirror. It's kind of like a technologically enhanced Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. and they pose a lot of these similar questions. I'm not trying to ruin these people's lives. Like, uh. Unless they're Scientologists. So I'm not trying to break up their marriage. They have no lives. Kind of, Make them do some outrageous thing they're going to regret forever and then just send them on their way. So I have a way out of that. You can inhibit their short-term memory. And then for the episode that airs, you would blur them out so they wouldn't know it was them who did it. That's total recall. <laughs> so, you describe two Arnold Schwarzenegger. Your plan describes two Arnold Schwarzenegger: the Runny Man and Total Recall. I don't see how Runny. Well, because it's a game show where bad things happen. There's no game right. show aspect. Okay, it's a televised a... event where bad things happen. Yeah, hence the Runny Man. Okay, so I have a couple more points. Uh, the show is mainly for fun, but it also could be good for society. For one, it's good for scientific research because they can see what actually happens when you do these things and they can study it. And the other thing is it'll help people understand what, what I was saying before about how the brain is like a machine and that it can go wrong. And even people who acknowledge that mental illness exists on an academic level, they might it might not really sink in at an emotional level and that mm-hmm. might help them understand the to mentally ill more see it, to actually the words. see it and to see how people can change based on changes in the brain. So, so we, we could essentially. So I'm fucking with people and making them beat each other up, but it's good for society, is what I'm saying. And it's good for mental illness, causing it. <laughs> so, you have any uh, comments? Wouldn't also the same idea occur if you just gave them a hallucinogenic drug? 
Like you didn't really yeah. need that. So it's easier. No, <laughs> so you could just give easier. them a, a hallucinogenic, and then like yeah, but you can't guarantee we're gonna film this shit. And you like, can't guarantee somebody's gonna have a bad trip though. If you, know, you, if you threw some images at them, you could pretty <laughs> yeah. much guarantee it. Yeah. So on a, a creepy little girl, yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> if you're on a hallucinogenic, I thought you were basically in your head, and if you're seeing like dragons or that doesn't really happen, dude. Yeah. I mean, if you see fully formed corporal images during your trip, you have some of the best acid that I've ever fucking had. You have to be pretty out there to be able to get fully formed images. A lot of the stuff that you're gonna see is walls bending, trees moving. Uh, you know, sounds will start to, you'll see their vi the vibrations, you know, I mean, I'm a, I used to be an enthusiast. Do you have any, like, weird scenarios that you would want to test in the Red Room? No, I mean, I mean would you do it? I mean, I would, I would be a participant, maybe, to see, uh, you know, what, what I would or wouldn't do, but, like, manipulating people is scary to me, um, or watching people be manipulated, like, I'm... I'm really scared of people that don't realize how powerful they are when they can manipulate people. I have some family members who everything they do is Machiavellian, you know, no matter what, like, it's all long game. They have a reason they don't ever see you or talk to you unless, like, you can fit into their mechanization of their life somehow. So, like, manipulating people is a scary topic for me. Well, like I'd be a participant. I'd be a I'd be a subject. I don't see any reason against that. But it's not meant to be Machiavellian and like long term. Well, it's, it's not just meant to be. With well, in a short. Well, sure. It only lasts but, for a few hours. And yeah, but my most dramatic experiences in my life have only lasted fifteen seconds. I mean, dramatic experiences don't take very long. They just stick with you, Tom. But you know, again, like your short term memory is inhibited on purpose. Well, I mean. I'm just saying, in that scenario, I would be, I'd be willing to try. I wouldn't want to be the guy with the button. Let's put it that way. I'd be willing to be the guy in the helmet. I don't think I want to be the guy with the button. I'd be worried you'd go to it and then you'd never come out of it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be, you'd be stuck in it. Like, you'd be stuck in it like a, like like a, bad, you'd like need, a bad acid trip. You'd like be, you'd need those responses to achieve those. Uh, Ooh, and now that becomes your like get-off thing. Right. You know? But like... I think one of the things maybe that they can't do is a sexual thing because that's like a deep in the primal part. Of well, the no, no, no. What I, like, I, well, he said, the surface, he said he said he said get off, and that's where your mind went. But like, let's let's imagine. Let's <laughs> say, well, no, because no, but it, anyways. But like, all right, you said relaxing is one of the things, anti-anxiety, right? Yeah. So let's say they do that to you six or seven times during taping, and all of a sudden now your brain only relaxes if you get that juice. Okay, like that's your mechanism now. Mm -hmm. Like you fry that part of their brain so they can only do that if they have this helmet. You know, like yeah, that'd be scary. well. The idea is that it would be safer. I get it. It's but. been proven to be not fried brains before they do the show. I I I would like to if there was a helmet like that that could allow you to operate in alternate realities. So you would combine it with like a VR helmet and just yeah. So you would be in an alternate reality more yeah play out scenarios see how you would respond under this stimulus with this yeah actually yeah. I, I think I think that'd make a great video game system yeah right. I guess if you already have the VR glasses mm -hmm. on you might as well put the little thing over their head with probes on it yeah and I I, I could see that I, I could see that immediately as a as a game system for uh, wherever for being in a forest and like you know like 
taking on like everything. Well, and you know, even even showing like talking about willpower, like doing the exact opposite of what the probe is telling you to do. Like you know, you're in this game environment and you're being attacked, so you're supposed to be, you know, enraged. But they use the probe that makes you relaxed, and you have to fight through that stimulus. That'd be cool. A lot of what training is is uh, getting you to maybe go against a a primal response. Right. You know, to training you, like for instance, like uh, what like cops and firefighters or people in the military are trained to run towards danger yep. instead of the human reaction of like, I'm getting the fuck out. You know. Right. Yep. So. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention about it is that. I have most of the parts right behind you. I have all this electronic stuff. And that You're building one. You're building one. If I were to build one, would any of you try it? <laughs> would you be my guinea pig? Uh, no. Sorry. You literally a... just said you would. I'm I just, said I would do it if it was like a I'm, show. If it was I'm, a show and it was I'm just in. the stimulation aspect of it for like the uh, front, front cortex. Yes. Little I wouldn't actually build one at. <laughs> 